Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Quantum Spirituality right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Mark Baldassar. Your future, what does it lay in it? How do you unleash that future? What are the five powerful steps that can transform your dreams into reality through the law of attraction? This is what we're going to be talking about today, unleashing your future, how those steps can lead you to into your dreams that you thought that you never ever would see and how the law of attraction actually works into this. Mark has always been a highly inquisitive person with endless thirst for understanding how things work and why they work that way. He excelled in high school in all subjects, but his passion for the sciences is what really, really got him going. He finished high school years with numerous awards and entered St. Francis University in Loreto, PA, where he also received numerous awards for before graduating in Summa Kamlada with a degree in chemistry. After completing his education, he took his strong intellectual curiosity into the corporate world as a scientist. So now many decades later, including multiple global corporations and projects in North America, Europe and Asia, he's worked his way up the corporate ladder with basic research science and high level positions that included plant manager and manufacturing facilities and organizations and quality technical support and general manager responsibility. In other words, he's got a great deal under his belt, <laughs> but he found himself unhappy and unfulfilled. Mm, here comes that lovely redirect into your meaningful <laughs> purpose. Mark became passionate about using science to study and experiment the law of attraction. After watching The Secret, Mark focused his LOA on not only being led to manifest scientifically new levels of success in his own life, he also developed an, in, an innovative and syst a system that anyone can understand and learn to utilize to create the success they desire. Mark understands the frustrations that are counted when attempting to manifest new experiences with LOA and with a clear understanding of how it actually works. So his systematic approach to um, international programming, the law provides with the fundamental explanation that will help everyone understand the law of attraction has sometimes worked and sometimes not for them in the past. But most important, to his new approach teaches us the critical components of required to manifest success in the way that is significantly easier to understand, therefore easier to apply in your life. Mark is a gifted and an engaging teacher, committed to sharing his experiences and understanding the manifestation of law of attraction so that you can become empowered and creator of your life that you desire to be. Oh, it's that wonderful magic wand that everybody's <laughs> looking for, isn't it, Mark? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yes, it. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you for having me, Sarah. It, it 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 is this magical wand that people seem to be seeking, but really, what I'm here to talk about today that um, it's really less about magic and more about science and intentionality. Um, which really then makes it accessible to all. And really that's what my mission is. I want everybody to understand that 
they can go from wherever they are to experience whatever they desire um, through this systematic approach. You know, scientist chemistry, it's all about kind of um, the measurement, the almost the dissecting and looking at the components and how everything comes together. And really, when you look at energy, which we all are, and that energy is around us in every way, it's not just, you know, plugging into the wall and that, you know, 250 hertz, what everything is. It's there's so many different levels of energy and that particular entombment to that energy is going to be the vibe and the wavelength of which you resonate on, but also from which you invite from. Exactly, Sarah. And I think the what, what you just described about plugging, you know, your electrical device in the wall, if you, um, I use that as an analogy to kind of frame up what I have as a high level mechanism for law of attraction. So as you said, everything's energy. So in a, at a high level with the law of attraction, I talk about thought energy being transformed into form of physical energy, which is matter. We don't always think of matter as energy, but it's mm -hmm. energy. So if you think about electricity, but for the electricity to get to your house, mm -hmm. there's transformations of energy occurring along the way. It could have started as uh, hydro uh, hydroelectric power, where we have a dam and water's turning a turbine, you have a generator generating your electricity. It could be a nuclear plant generating that electricity or wind and turbines. So we, we have so many mm -hmm. examples of transformation of energy in our life that we don't, we, you know, we just take for granted. Yes. So if we can just get in that mindset and think about the law of attraction that way, we can let go of the magic part and think about it as science. Yeah, I mean, so many people think, you know, well, I manifest it. Why hasn't Amazon delivered it? You know, it's it's not just a question of putting out, I, you know, I wish for or I want. You know, it's they also they say, be careful what you ask for, because one of the things in manifestation is it be it really articulate in what you want, and it's not the material things that you're wanting, it's how you really are wanting to feel how you wanting to be engaged in life. That's really what we're trying to manifest, isn't it? Purpose. That's, absolute, that's absolutely correct. I mean, and what, what inevitably happens when somebody first comes on to the law of attraction, what the first thing, oh, I'm gonna manifest a million dollars, right? But you gotta really, you, you first have to ask yourself, what is it that you really want? Mm -hmm. Do you really want a million dollars? You know, so I could never get my head around money. But mm -hmm. on that point that you said about you got to really be you got to really look out for what you ask for. Yeah. You know, as I was moving up through the corporate ladder, I, you know, in the, this company that I work for, there was being a plant manager was like that was the definition or this pinnacle of success. So if you got there like that, was that was the thing. So, OK, I decided I'm going to manifest being a plant manager. Right. Well, I did that. I became a plant manager in another division of the company. The only problem is. I got there and it was like, wow, this is the most miserable experience <laughs> I've ever had. It's like I couldn't wait to get out of it. But I got exactly what, what I asked for. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The universe placed the right steps in front of you for you to walk. But you never questioned whether it was the walk you wanted to really take. Because all you were looking for was the destination. Exactly. I think that's so important, right? And I, I like to... To, to talk about this and frame it up as identity theft, right? Mm -hmm. we, we, we take on what somebody else's definition of success. So when I got there, I finally said, wait, this isn't my definition of success. Everybody outside, oh, you're a plant manager. You have a, you, you know, you're making a good living. You know, you're, you're, you're secure. 
but like, but I wasn't happy. So I, I came to this realization, I was living someone else's yeah. definition of success. And at the end of it, it's like, yes, if I'm miserable, <laughs> I'd rather be a failure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If this is success, you can keep it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But that's the illusionment of life, isn't it? I call it living, you know, societal's expectations. You know, the 2.2 kids, the picket fence, you're the, uh, the BMW, the, the million dollar home, and only then you, and, you know, position in life, only then you can be happy. I mean, we've been sold this bill of goods. It's brilliant marketing because how many slaves has it made out of out of us? Uh, and if we really look at and stop and think about what do I really define as happiness for me, then I won't be chasing this illusionment. Exactly. And I think, you know, that we go back to that million dollars, mm -hmm. right? And it really, it's not, generally speaking, and I, I think, from what I found in talking to most people, it's not money. You hit on it. It's freedom. Mm -hmm. Now, the way our society works, you need to make a living. You need to have money to be able to do the things you want, send your kids to college, you know, all those things. So I, I can remember being you know, decades into my corporate career and just feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm, being, I'm tied down into this mm -hmm. feeling tied down in this family life. I, I have two teenage daughters at the time, they were getting ready to go to college. You know, I, I need healthcare. I, I need all these things. And it's like, I didn't want to be resentful, but yes. I had to go to work every day for my family. And I remember my daughter saying one, one day, dad, then why don't you go do something else? And it's like, I used to think it's not so simple. <laughs> right? I got, and so I, I just felt trapped until I finally stepped back and said, well, I can do this another way. There's, I can use this law yes. to find my way yes. to freedom. No experience that you've had is a waste. It's just taking those experiences and redirecting them into something that you have more passion for, more commitment for, something that you really want to get up for every day. So people, oh, yeah, but, you know, I would have wasted all those years. No, you're taking all the skills that you acquired there and reapplying them to something that really means something to you. That's such an excellent point, Sarah, because... If I look at all my time, 30 years working as a scientist, all of the process improvement and data analysis and investigation, practically applying scientific principles, everything I did in that world, I am applying now yes. in this world, yes. which really, when, we, when I talk about the science behind the law of attraction, I'm not really getting into the quantum physics and how the molecules transform. Cause at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter to me nor to anyone else. You just want to know, okay, well, if that's how it works and I have this working model of energy transformation, I want to know how I get into the system to make it happen. And how can I measure my progress to know if I'm on the right track, wrong trap track, or I'm making progress. So everything I've done in my career, yeah. I'm applying right now. You know, I say this to a lot of people who have, um, you know, been, quote housewives stay at home to raise the children hmm. which in itself folks is a career but unpaid <laughs> just to put it out there absolutely absolutely <laughs> and, and one of the most responsible jobs you will ever have because you have these lives in your hands uh, that you are you know as a custodian of and uh, you know people say but yes but i don't have any skills and i say okay did you drive chauffeur did you cook chef did you balance your books financial you know the sex goddess you name it everything you've done there so you've already got the skills it's now where can you put it 
that you're doing it coming from you, not just from, from responsibility, something that you really want to do. So in other words, never sell yourself short. Exactly. And a great example of that my wife, she's a, she's a chemical engineer with a master's degree in medical biotechnology. So we had always talked about when our kids came along, she said, I really want to, I want to stay home and be there for our children because I want to give them that experience. Right. So she had this technical background and then she, she took time out of the, the, the paid world into this more highly stressful, highly, yes. hi, highly productive, non-paid world. But all those, yes, 24-7. But all those skills she developed when the kids were, were old enough and she went back to work, she works for this nonprofit where as an event planner. And what they do is they, the, their, their whole goal is they teach a um, – process guided inquiry learning teaching technique for STEM classes out of colleges and universities. So she's taking her technical background yes. plus all these organizational yes. skills from being a mom and putting them together. Amen. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And you know, another thing is 30 years and, and you, you were making good money and you had a good title and all of that. And, but you began to resent the job and you knew there was so much more out there, but you know, so many people get trapped in is like, uh, but aren't I successful? You know, I mean, if, you know, taking a risk on something else, wouldn't I be deemed a failure for walking away from it? And that's, you know, a lot of people that have taken that wonderful redirect like you have. It takes a while to find that courage, doesn't it? To be able to walk away from something that is your security. It, it does. And I think you hit on a word there that I think um, we think there's security by working yeah, in the corporate yes. world. And I remember when, when I first started working back in the 80s, the company I worked for, they actually sat you down and talked about an implied lifetime contract. You'll work for us forever. Well, those days don't exist anymore. No. Like we're, we're all expendable. So, yes. you know, what, what I, I really came to realize was, well, I'm not really... Actually, the longer you get with the company now, the less secure you really are, because when they want to cut, you know, they, they want to cut uh, costs, they're, they're going to a lot of times start with their, their higher salary. So yes. you could even be less secure. And so, but you're right, we, it takes courage and it takes energy mm -hmm. to get out of our comfort zone. Like I like to talk about, you know, there's the second law of thermodynamics is always working against us. And the second law of thermodynamics is the law of entropy, which states that a system, as a person, we're a system, we, we work in companies that are system, systems always seek to be in their lowest energy state. So as a person, your lowest energy state is not have to think about anything, just doing the same thing over and over again. Robotic. Right. So to get out of that, yes, you have to, you have to, um, you have to use energy. So I use the, the analogy of Legos, the building blocks, right? It takes no time whatsoever to dump them out of the box all over the floor. Might even take a fraction of a second. But to put them back in the box, it takes a lot of time. That's why the kids never clean them up. But if you want to build a building or some structure, it could take you hours or days. That's entropy in action. So if you think about Legos and you're putting your life together, you're reorganizing the blocks into a new experience, have a little, give yourself a little grace, grace and patience to allow it to unfold. Another thing is, people will feel, I'm unhappy, I've got to change, but I have no idea what to do. I wouldn't even know what to manifest at this point, because I'm just at that low ebb where I know I 
don't belong where I am anymore, but I don't know where I want to go. And I think one of the, the greatest gifts we can give ourselves is time out. Um, you know, we need to step away from what we know and go into a zone of where we can rediscover self-discovery of who we really are and then look to how to apply ourselves and our truth to something else. We can't manifest something until we understand what it is we really want and who we really are that we want to apply it to. So that timeout is so important, isn't it? That transitional timeout. Absolutely. I think you, you, it's really hard to, um, and honestly, and I don't even encourage it to try to manifest something when you're in this kind of low yeah. energy state, your vibrations low, your, so, you know, do whatever it takes to clear your mind and raise your vibration. Like I love being outside. I love to run. I love to bike, listening to music, meditation, whatever it takes to raise your energy level, and then start to think about what makes your heart sing. You know, maybe you can, you, sometimes these clues go all the way back to when you were a child. Maybe you wanted to be an artist. Somebody said, no, 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 no. Your parents said, you won't make any money being an artist. You need to be a doctor. Yeah. Find where your, if you can find where your passion is, mm -hmm. that's a great place to start to figure out where you, you may want to go with your career. You know, and, and sometimes even kind of volunteering in various places. Um, you know, the the amount of people that have just started volunteering because they wanted something to do or something to mean something and just fell in love with the organization or and, and then brought their expertise to that. So sometimes being willing to dabble into other things altogether can ignite something inside of you. Because what we're really wanting to do is ignite your heart ignite your spirit you know this is called quantum spirituality because it's bringing that quantum energy along with our spirit into um, ignition of a heart into a meaningful purpose but if you don't ignite that heart and that spirit you're still just going to be this lost wandering soul looking for something and you can't manifest in that zone yeah i think you're you're hitting on something there where too often one thinks like well i I just need to go make this big change, this yeah. new job or whatever. But just in that example, if you go volunteer for something that makes your heart sing, mm -hmm. raises your vibration, um, beyond kind of learning more about yourself, you inevitably you're going to meet other people. Yes. And, and you're going to have other experiences, which it's I, I talk about like if you if you just go down the straight line and just do the same things over and over again, nothing's going to change. But all you need to do, if you just change the yeah. trajectory by one degree, by the time you get out here, yeah. you can be in a, such a different place. So don't underestimate the power of the first tiny step in a new direction. You know, as somebody who uh, studies sciences and things like that, you know that any molecules or anything you look at, they all have patterns. Yes. Nothing has a straight line. And yet we've been told the straight line is the way to go, you know, and don't deviate from it everything inside of us is twirlies and twisties, you know, our energy, our DNA and everything. So we are meant to be into the rhythm and the flow of life. And when we can tap into that flow, that energetic flow and be willing to, to go with that flow, we actually then actually understand how our own internal music is playing. Um, but stop looking for the straight line or the destination right? Because it is about the journey and it is about getting into the flow and the sync of things. 
Yes, and generally speaking, that straight line, and particularly that de destination, is generally somebody else's definition, as we exactly. talked about earlier. Yeah. And the only person who can understand your pattern, the things that make you sing, are, is you. Now, yes. you can, talking to other people, hearing their stories, so I love what, what you do here, so you can learn, oh, I never really thought about looking yeah. at it that way, you can gain from. But don't expect somebody to come and tell you how it's going to be for you, because that what you're giving your power away and chances are you're going to be disappointed. So you really have to put the work in to get over that entropy, put the activation energy in to get started because you need to find that out for yourself. Very few people can get on the dance floor and do the tango straight off, <laughs> you know, first get into the rhythm of the music. They really start connecting to your hips, to the body, to everything else. It is, there's a great deal of discipline in it. Yes, but there's an awful lot of being attached to that rhythm and bringing the two together. And don't expect to be, you know, winning the World Cup the first time out. Everything does take work. Exactly. And I, th that I use, I use the example of baseball when I talk about this, but you could use any, any example of like an activity, dancing, piano, Right. So you, you come to know that you want to do something new and different. So say you come to the law of attraction. Right. And you immediately, oh, I'm going to go manifest a million dollars. I'm just going to jump right in because I, I, I'm so impatient. I need yeah. to have instant gratification. So I'll use the analogy to like what you just said. You're going to play your first game of football and then you're going to win the World Cup. So like say baseball, the thing about so football, baseball, the games are the same yes. from whether you're playing from the, the first time you step on the field till the so the highest level of professional sports. So in, in the game of football, if you think like, oh, I just stepped on five years old. I, I just kicked the ball. Man, now I'm going to go play in the World Cup. You've got a lot of things to work on and, and do in between. And unfortunately, this is what I think is one of, the, um, one of the biggest barriers to people with the law of attraction is they come to it thinking that it's easy. You'll see yes. so many people want to say it's effortless. It would, mm. No, it's not effortless. You have to put the work in to, and there's lots of times work with yourself, but mm -hmm. skills you need to develop focus. So if you, if you think you're going to come to it and you're, you're going to go from five-year-old to world cup, if you have that mentality, you're, you're going to be severely disappointed. There's no downloadable app. There's no quick fix. Um, you know, I've interviewed people who have really been given the cosmic two by four. They've been flattened <laughs> from those ashes, have had to rise. And it's because they were willing to rise, willing to go through the process, willing to go through the grieving and the pain, find their courage, find their strength, find their abilities and step into that purpose that is was the reason for it all. They understand that you have to give the word time to the process to become. If you are impatient and you want it now, but I want it now, I want it now. Where's the quick fix? Where's the shortcut? I'm sorry, yeah. you will always, always be chasing your tail. But the more you immerse yourself into the process, into the steps, into what you need to do to, to come out the other end stronger and with a meaningful purpose, you will realize how abundant you are on the other side. But life is a process, isn't it? Everything we go through, we don't, we're not born and then suddenly five or six foot. You know, we grow it, and that's process. Exactly. And, you know, too often um, it takes these compelling reasons for change, these traumatic life experience that bring somebody to want to do 
to change, right? Or to, or to consider, oh, well, okay, now everything else, I'm at this such a low state. Now I'm going to try law of attraction, right? Or, or some other, or, or some other piece. Now I've been fortunate enough to have uh, a, a, a nice life. I had loving parents. We didn't have a lot of money growing up, but I'd never felt like I always yeah. had, you know, food, love, all, all those things. But so what I, I'm really passionate about, and, and you touched on it, it's not easy, is to help people see you can have a different life before you get hit by the cosmic two by four. You don't need to get hit that hard for it to occur. So um, my my hope is that I reach at least a few people before they get hit by the two by four. Yeah, you've got this brand new book that literally is hot off the press. Yes. And it is the Unleash Your Future. And people say, but unleash it from what? societal expectations from the dictation of how you should live your life through that linear path you know that's really what you're unleashing it from isn't it and and then your five steps of that process of going through would you like to share with us some of those processes yes i think that that first part about unleashing your future you're right you're unleashing yourself from a lot of things you're unleashing yourself from expectations but you're also you're unleashing your future from the now moment because yeah. the only thing you can do and is what you do in the now moment right you can't change the past yep. and your future is being developed with each new now moment yes. so if we think about the, the the process so i use the analogy of how three steps of the formula are programming the um the law right so it's it's a lot like a uh, 3d printer Right, mm-hmm. 3D printers take a design that you put in the computer and they print it out. They, you know, beautiful designs like people make intricate parts for machinery and all that by that. And now. houses it, now. <laughs> and houses, they, yes. anything, right. Yes. But it all starts with the design. So your mental program is the design you're giving to the universe. And yes. it has three critical components, which I use the analogy of the fire triangle for if you want to have a campfire, you know, like you, you, you get the fire on the beach, you're, you're camping in the woods. You need three things for a campfire. You need firewood, which is the fuel. You need oxygen, which is in the air. And then you need a, a energy or a spark. For me, it's a match. I can't put two rocks together or flint and create. No, 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 rubbing nope, sticks nope. together. I, I can't. <laughs> I wasn't a Boy Scout, so I can't do that. So the mental program to the universe so that the universe understands what you want to print or transform into 3D reality is you first, we've touched on it, which is belief, but not belief in the law, belief in what's personally possible for you. You cannot manifest anything in your life that you don't believe is personally possible for Mm. you. So there's belief. And then it's where is the focus of your thought? I mean, there've been studies that we may have 10, 20, 30, 40 plus thousand thoughts a day. Well, if you don't focus your thought, how's the universe going to know what it is that you want? Yeah. And then what and thoughts are the wrong one? And may, well, <laughs> and this is exactly it. And we'll talk about that. You're right. It's, it's going to, then we need to energize. That's the third side of the triangle mm-hmm. is energy. What are you energizing us with? Now, the, the, the law doesn't play favorites. It's not working on just what you want. Like sometimes we'll say, well, I'm doing the law of attraction. Well, that's like saying I'm doing gravity. Gravity is all the time. <laughs> So the law of attraction is all the time. So it's responding and you just touched on it to your strongest programs, whether those mental programs are programs of things you want or of things you don't want. Right. So look, fear and um, negative emotions, they're just as strong as any positive one. So if that's what you're fueling, the, the, 
The law works, I say, in absolute values. It doesn't catch the part. Oh, all that stuff I just played, losing my job, mm. you know, losing, losing my mate, all these things. Oh, I, I don't want those. No, it strips the I don't want away. Okay. It just all you're playing is the experience. It yes. doesn't recognize the I yes. don't want. Yeah. It paint the picture. I mean, I'm a scenario person. So I've always got a movie going on in my head. <laughs> and it's so there's the movie as how I want to feel with whom I want to feel it, where I want to feel it. You know, exactly. and, and doing what makes me feel good about it. And, you know, we always say to people that that redirect is a blank canvas. Paint what you want on there, not what you've, you know, you're still miserable over. I mean, that's, as you said, the past is the past. It does definitely mold us to who we are today and our reactions and everything else. But we have to look at the past and go, okay, what can I leave behind? All right, you exactly. know, you served me, you were a lesson, I've learned from it, but um, thank you very much, you can stay there. What can I take with me into the present, into the now, that can help me seed, water and nurture a future that I really want to go into? So on our canvas, we really need to paint that picture of how we want to feel. A lot of people think it's just thoughts. It isn't just thoughts. We're talking about your feelings. How do you want to feel? Because if you give the universe the feeling in a visual, in, a, um, in an energetic vision, then the universe knows exactly which frequency to actually relate to you on. Yeah, I think if you start with those feelings, right, mm. that's the place, the things that make you happy. What, yeah. are, the, what are you doing mm. when you're really happy? Those, those when are you elevated, are, right? Yes, those are the clues yeah. to those things that, you know, that you, you, that are really that you want to manifest, right? Because they're experiences you want to have. Now, let's say, you know, you're looking at this thing that you, you, you would really like to do, but you can't believe it, right? So mm -hmm. just start small. All you need to do is step outside a little bit outside your comfort zone and take one step in that direction. And, and that'll make you feel good. That'll give you confidence and you can keep building. Almost inevitably, the thing, the part of the triangle that most people go to from the beginning is, oh, what well, I want to experience this, but I don't believe it. It's like, right. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. So, you know, where you, you know, where, you know, where to start. Yeah. You know where to start. Yeah. The beginning is, you know, again, people are so busy looking at the ending. They don't know, you know, well, I've got to paint this canvas, but I want the picture to look like that. Have you bought the canvas yet? That's have right. you bought the brushes you know yes. is that you do need the tools like your book like other people's wisdom to help you create and it isn't about the destination again stop worrying about the destination right it, it, it the first step is is what do you need in order to for your energy to be received by the universe so it knows what to give you and preparation is really important Absolutely. I think part of this and the, and the way um, that my co-author Takara Sheila and I wrote the book was on this life journey, right? Because we know that you, it, it's helpful if people can put themselves in the perspective of their life journey versus just giving them a tool. Yeah. If you just gave somebody a hammer and didn't put any perspective to the hammer, well, what do I use this for? But if you put it into the journey of building a house, yes. oh, I know where I'm gonna use that, that, yes. that hammer. Yeah. So what, what we envision is through the, when you can see the three parts of your mental program in the triangle, then there are all these tools that we're bringing to the table and will continue to bring to the table, you know, for those who follow us and, uh, you know, and point people out in other directions. So 
you can find a tool that helps you on wherever the side of the triangle you need more work. Well, if you can't believe something, let's say your belief is zero. Well, what though we cal we put a calculation for how strong your mental program is to the universe. Mm -hmm. So you rate each side of the triangle zero to 10 and you multiply the numbers. Well, if one side is zero, so if your belief zero, the product of those three sides, zero times, I don't care if your other two sides were 10, which if, if your belief is zero, it won't be, is zero. So you're not, you're not gonna program. But that allows you to know what, which side needs more work, and then you can go to the toolbox for that side yeah. and strengthen that. So you can move from, if you have a really small program of something you want that you're not getting, you work to make that one bigger, yeah. And the things that maybe you don't want that are big, you work to shrink those. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The fractalization, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I know in my own journey, I've been doing this nine years now. And, you know, when I first started, um, I didn't even know what a podcast was. I was invited to go on another network and it was live and I pressed the wrong button. And, you know, <laughs> and that first 13 months of working with this other network being live was I called the soap opera training. You know, you're thrown into the deep end. You, you know, you, you in the middle of a conversation, the Internet drops or the other person drops or they don't turn up or, the, you know, you, you name it. It went wrong. And, but it became that training ground for me to start my own network, which in, in June would be eight years and over 2,700 shows later. The whole thing is, is that I discovered more and more as I immersed myself into the process of my abilities and my passion and the reason why I do what I do. Now, it started off with like, I, have, I don't know if I can do this. Let's just give it a try. Oh, this is really interesting. I love meeting the people I'm meeting. And now it really, you know, it is a life calling and something I hope to do until, you know, I peg out. But that's the thing about the process, isn't it? Is that the belief in yourself. Oh, we have a drop here. Okay, folks, so case in point, we just had a wonderful drop there and he's back. So, you know, it's the saying, it's been a lifelong lesson for me in, uh, in my last nine years of life, but realizing all the skills and the tools from my previous life, from everything else I've done before, has been something that's immersed into this. I actually didn't realize I was manifesting this for myself because I was looking for a meaningful purpose that ignited my heart, soul and spirit into one because I've always been a knowingness teacher. And whatever avenue I went down to do it in, it never kind of reached that kind of, it, that satisfaction moment where I really felt that I was having an impact until I did this. So sometimes it isn't like, I've got to manifest this. It's just being in tuned with self in that there is more out there, that there's possibilities, that I am more than I perhaps given myself credit for and the willingness to take and explore the journey. And in a way you are manifesting through that because I, if you told me nine years ago, you were going to be running, you know, um, a podcast network doing all the editing yourself and, and interviewing fantastic people from around the world, it would be, no, I don't think I could do that. But I immersed myself into it and here I am. So sometimes it's not the emphasis on the what, but just on the experience and that experience will lead to manifesting for you, won't it? Yeah, and I think um, what's really important to keep into perspective here 
is that we're always manifesting. Yes. Right. So if when we think about it as a law, like the law of attraction, like the law of gravity, you don't just sometimes you like you don't sometimes float off the earth and sometimes like stay stuck to the earth. Right. So the law of gravity is all the time. And that's one of the biggest misunderstandings about the law of attraction. It's like, well, I'm just manifesting over here on something I want. The rest of the stuff just occurs some other way. Well, what is that some other way? Right. So when you're always manifesting, right, the, the real the key to the success is where you really transform your life is that when you realize along the way, oh, I've all, this is an all or nothing. Yeah. I've always been manifesting and now I change my focus to become intentional. Yes. And then it's like, wow. Right. You know, it, it's, it's such for me, it was like, uh, like you, mm-hmm. I, I didn't envision myself yes. writing a book, teaching the law of attraction. Right. But here I am. Yes. You allowed. Right. It's, it's exactly. allowing, it's exactly. allowing and, and just feeding the possibilities. You know, when we plant seeds, we don't plant them going, oh, they're just going to grow as weeds. You know, we plant them within the anticipation <laughs> of the beautiful flowers or plant or whatever of the trees it's going to be. And we water and we nurture them just like we do our children, as we should ourselves water and nurture ourselves to, to really come into full bloom. But we can't dictate the bloom. No, the garden analogy is a great analogy for this, right? So you think about the seeds that you of, of your thoughts of what you want to plant. Like, so if you're planting a garden, and you want tomatoes, you plant tomato seeds. You don't plant green beans or something else. And then you you don't allow all the weeds to take over and choke off all your plants. And then you don't you don't cover them so that they don't see the sun and you don't like uh, cover them so they don't get water. Right. right? So there's work that we yes. have to do. If you want a certain experience, that's the seed you plant. These other thoughts that get in your way are the weeds. You need to clear yeah. them out, right? That's where the focus comes in, right? And then you like, you, you need to do things take. So the other two parts of the process, like once you program in those three steps, the fourth one is taking action. And the best actions are inspired actions. Those actions you feel deep inside, not those actions you've always taken. Oh, well, I, 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 I'm on the straight road. I'm going to do the same thing I've yeah. always done. Well, I'm going to keep going down this way. And then you, you have to just keep the faith because of the law, right? So you are, you have the faith that this is working just because it didn't manifest. Oh, I went to bed and you, you, you plant a seed. Do you have a full grown tomato the next morning when you go out? No, if you, if you do, I'm coming over to your house. To figure out what yeah. Right? Yeah. That's right. That's, that's right. There's something funky going on. Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk about science. Yeah. That's um, right. You know, one of the things I love to do is actually watch talent shows, music shows, you know, uh, singers. And you watch seasonal singers come and, you know, they've been singing from the heart and the soul and, and you feel it. But along the way, the, the mentors are kind of saying, OK, take a breath here, pause there, because they, they've kind of got into a pattern of the way they've always done it. And if you're always willing to be um, tutored along the way, guided along the way, you'll see, oh, well, I can take it off this way or that way. Then you have the young ones, 15, 16, with incredible talent. And they've got this beautiful raw vehicle. And with the right guidance, they're now tuning into their possibilities and the next level. But they don't go from singing 
you know, with the hairbrush in front of the mirror to Whitney Houston, you know, it is the work. And if we're not put, willing to put in the work and be willing to listen and be guided and hear other people's opinions and, and willing to try them, how are we ever going to know how, how wonderful, incredible we can be? Exactly. And, you know, I always say that the, um, the only thing standing in your way between where you are and where you want to go is yourself, right? Yes. We are our biggest barriers. Yes. Oh, well, I know it all. I, I you know, like I, it'll always, and I remember this is back before the days of GPS. My wife would say, why will you never stop and ask for directions? You're a man. Right? Why must it's, we it's something keep, to do you know, she's, yes, <laughs> exactly. She's there, you know, Hey, I know we're lost. I've been lost before, and this is what it looks like, right? <laughs> Stop and ask for directions. And so it's really important to, to, to your point, to be open to learn from others. And it's hard, right? I mean, I'm not saying, man, I'm, I'm probably the, uh, uh, through my time, particularly my early in my career, I was the worst at it, right? I, I wanted to, well, you know, and, and sometimes in, in these worlds, competitive like it's very competitive yes. in these corporate worlds you feel like i can't ask for help i have to know everything mm -hmm. now when i realized you know what i don't have to know any mm -hmm. everything and people have a lot more respect when i say i don't know the answer to that but i'll go find out yeah it, it, it's it's liberating to not you know it's liberating to not be to have, have to, to know everything know in the universe yeah. I, I like I, I like not knowing everything. I can yeah. take a break sometimes. Well, it, but it's, it's also, you know, the exploration. You know, I I'm, don't believe in the word competitive. Leave it to sports. Um, I believe exactly. in the word co collaboration. And it's like, you know, I don't know that, but I think I know somebody who might. And it's bringing them into the fold. And it's, you know, what their knowledge is. And oh, then, oh, we have another question mark. Let's ask that person. They come into the fold. All of a sudden, you've got a beautiful mix, a lovely orchestra, each one of them bringing their instrument, and you're making harmony. So, you know, to think that you are the be-all and the end-all, get out of your ego. You're not meant to know it all. You're meant to know from your instrument's perspective. Now go and gather the others to get the whole information. Absolutely. And you know what? If you think about it as a business or anything or the orchestra, you, you don't want to play all the instruments. It's really tiring, right? Yes. You, you want to be able to do to do some other things. The last role I had in the corporate world before before I left and went out on my own consulting was a, it was called an open innovation manager. And it's exactly that. It's corporations who take bits of technology and come together almost like open source computer yes. programs. Yes. You bring together pieces and you and you collaborate. And that, that and they go again. Well, right? I learned so again. much. Yes. <laughs> and I learned so much in that role. Yes. But it was so hard for the company I work for and a lot of other companies to see, oh, but I got a hold like yeah. this. You, no, the the world doesn't that's not who wins today. Those yeah. who open their arms and embrace and collaborate that's where the winds come from. Yes, because it's not about the individual or the, the company winning. It's about whom you're serving that wins. You know, you are winning in the fact that you're bringing a solution or a service to someone. The people that you're serving are winning because of that solution. And everybody then benefits from it. It has an incredible ripple effect. You know, I think we've become a very dysfunctional society over the last 30, 40 years because we were sold this bill of goods that more is more. And we've realized that less exactly. is a lot more. And, you know, when, when, you know, your parents told you less is more, it's like, yeah, real, you know, get real. I want the big house. I want the fast car. I want this and that. And then 
when people have worked for it and they say, but hang on, I'm working 18 hours a day. I don't have time to enjoy it. I don't have time to be with my family. I don't have time to have a life because now I'm a slave to keeping up this appearance. Yeah, and that's so when when I was thinking about I knew I wanted to leave the corporate world, right? I was you're right. You get into the grind, you're working lots of hours, you you may be making a lot of money, but you you don't have any free time. In my mind, this you talked earlier about the feeling I wanted to have. Yeah. What I wanted to feel was and I, I envision this that I'm making twice the amount of money working half the amount of time because I wanted the free time. I yeah. wanted to be able to go to if I wanted to go to my daughter's swim meet, I could go to my daughter's swim meet. Not yeah. like, oh, how am I? Do I have to have my phone or my computer trying to work while I'm watching? You know, so you can't be present in right. all the things that are going on. I spent enough time. I missed enough things yes. in life during that pursuit of success. Right. That I wanted to. Have, be able to step back and have the, the, the freedom to enjoy life. And That's the real but I had to have myself believe that. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, that freedom is your real currency. The true abundance is being purposeful, doing something from the heart, from the spirit. And like, if the money will come, if the emphasis is on the money, then all it is, it's going to show you avenues to make the money, whether you want them or not. But if you're looking at what you're exactly. wanting to achieve, what you're wanting to be able to do, uh, the money will come that will support you in being able to do it. I, I totally agree. Like you, we have this really two choices. We can see the world as a world of abundance or we can see the world as a world of lack and as limitation. Yeah. So when I, when I think about the law, I, I use this analogy. When I was young boy, I lived in the mountains of Pennsylvania. So there were a number of fresh springs around where fresh spring water would come out. So I remember going with my father, we'd go to the spring and we'd, you know, take containers and collect fresh spring water, which was just so refreshing to drink. But the the spring is like the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. It's not limited. Right. right. I, we could have taken away as much water as we wanted. If we only took a small glass, that's all we could carry away. But I could have backed a water truck up and filled it up yeah. and went away with that, too. The law is the same way. What how big is the vessel you're taking yeah. to the law? How big is your expectation? Right now, if you can't if you can't believe in the water truck at first, start with the glass. Yes. That's refreshing. I want to take a little bit more of that away. And you can start with that approach. You're going to find that, again, as we talk, you're the one standing in your way, no one else. Right. And, you know, it's, um, um, I consider myself incredibly enriched and abundant with the work that I do and the pleasure that it gives me and the effect that it has on other people. Uh, because it's a positive effect. And so I consider this, you know, in total enrichment. Um, and the money that I get in my life is is money that will sustain me to doing my work. Uh, the abundance of it hasn't caught up yet. But the abundance of, of the ability to do what I do is there. And, you know, I was always brought up that, you know, kind of money is really, really important. I think we all were that money is really important. And yes, money is it puts the roof over your head the clothes on your back the food in your stomach that allows you to have those those things in life that sustain the body but i think if we can look at really where's our meaningful purpose you know what what really gives us the joy what makes us want to get up every day then and how can we have a good impact on someone else that i really think is the real currency of enrichment I, I I totally agree. 
you know, as I mentioned, when I grew up, I was one of five children. Uh, my father worked, my mother stayed at home with us, which I was so blessed, blessed to have that. And as I said, we didn't have a lot of money, but I, I say now, like my father was the richest man on the planet, mm-hmm. right? He gave so much, he, he volunteered. I learned so much about service to the world. Mm-hmm. I never felt like I wanted for anything, right? So what I realized one day is I, I looked back on my career and I realized that no matter where I was when I first started to where I was at my, at my last job and now, I always had what I needed. It yeah. was never about a number of money. Right. It always money. You, yes. you, you do things and, and, and money was always there. Now, it's not like, oh, I manifested this. I, I mean, I, I did, but I wasn't focused on the dollar amount. I was focused yes. on what yes. I, I want to enjoy the life experiences. That's really the there is no dollar sign a dollar amount on an exuberant life experience. You you just you absolutely can't buy not. It. You can't buy it. You, you 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 know you can't bargain for it. It, it. That experience is priceless. Exactly. I say all the time to my kids and my wife, and they tell me, "Well, you can go do this alone." But I grew up in a small town, and they love to go back and visit. But I said, "You know what? I could go back and have a small cabin in the mountains, and I could be completely happy." Right. So we all and, and I'm not going to obviously do that because they wouldn't come with me and I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> right. But the point of that is whatever your dream yeah. is, it doesn't have to be someone else's dream. Right. right. Whatever makes you happy is 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 the thing. And so one of the things that, that I, I really wanted to do coming into this work was to be of service yes. and to be of service means I. I use the analogy. There's a, an old Christmas movie called the miracle on 34th street. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's the the Macy's Santa, the Macy's Santa Claus. And he starts to tell um, people coming in, Oh, well, you know, if you get a better deal for this or a better product, if you go to gimbals or you go here, Mr. Macy's all upset. What are you doing? Sending people out somewhere else until mother started coming in saying, Mr. Macy, like, this is the best thing ever. Mm. Who would have ever thought that Macy's would send somebody yeah. to Gimbals? I'm coming to Macy's all the time. That's what um, at, at New Science has success with Takara and I had always envisioned. It's not about whether you work with us. Right. It's about we want to put a framework together. So you mentioned it earlier that things you've already done, you can say, oh, man, I've done this program or I've spent this money. I don't have to throw it away. Here's where right. it fits. Exactly. Or like, you know what, there's this. There's this other person that really resonates with me. I'm going to go work with them. And we say, good luck. You know, if you, if we can help you, great. But we want to create the framework by which you can find those coaches in life, those people in life, that support in life that resonates with you. Yes, a lot of people are going to resonate with us, but a lot are going to resonate somewhere else. And that's okay. We, we, we freely and willingly will, will help guide you to where that place is. Well, it's like going back to the orchestra analogy. You don't want to be the instrument that, you know, has to play all, all instruments in the orchestra. You know, you have a very important role. And what you are showing people is the building structure to manifestation. And they, then once they've learned that building structure, the process of it, they can apply it anywhere with anyone at any time. But know the process, right? because then you're not flapping in the wind. You know, having a certain amount of exactly. thought structure is important in order to know how to navigate, not the straight line, but to navigate the twists and turns along the way. So having a, a, 
a structure there is you know is is really really important into us knowing how to manifest where and when to manifest and how to pivot ourselves to the left and right when we need to because it's it's filling somebody's backpack with the necessary that they need for the skills and tools they need in moving forward yeah so my i have always all my success in my career has been in simplifying scientific concepts down to a, a form at which they are easy to practically apply so that was my goal when i first started mm -hmm. to work with the law of attraction experiment was to get to that point and not only i didn't want to only do that for me i wanted to be able to share it with others because when you know how it works then you know what what always bothered me is i'd go out and, and be looking for information in law of attraction and you'd get this oh act now my one yes. and only system there's yes. about five five million one and only systems they can't i mean uh, number then you're one lost. yes yes and <laughs> yeah. it's like and it's like i i knew that that it, that's not the way it was but when i when we could deliver here's how it works now some of the tools that, that may be out there you can feel like hey that now that that tool may resonate so for me like i'd always seen about vision boards right vision boards vision boards they never worked for me but now i understand why they don't work for me i'm not that's i don't see the future i'm, I'm more clairsentient i feel it right yes, so me yes. putting pictures in front of me all the time never worked and it was like oh man but you know people you got to do vision board it's like Okay, I'll, I'll, here's my 1,000th vision board, yeah. still not working. But it's too stagnant right? so for when me, you that's under, why it's yes. movie making, right? Because in a movie, you're constantly yes. moving, in a picture, it's stagnant. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. So the nice part, when you, when you see the framework and the structure, then you can say, oh, I know why that tool, yes. this one feels better than me. Mm. And when you have the understanding, then you can really take off. You, you, you actually kind of tuning your channel into the right vibe and the right frequency so now that you can find those like vibed person people out there you know that you're on the same frequency or on the same wavelength so therefore you can help each other um but it's learning how to tune in to the right frequency and that's really really important it is very important and i, I really love that model and i and i talk about it that way a lot because while we use the word law of attraction as a start, we usually then switch over into calling it the universal law of creation mm -hmm. because the law of attraction, it feels very passive. And honestly, yeah. like, the, you know, you'll hear people say, well, like attracts like, well, that's not how it works in science. Opposites yes. attract, yeah. right? But, but what does happen is like frequencies resonate with yes. each other yes. and, and, you, and you grow. So that's where the like part is, but it's not attraction. It's it's resonance and as you, you become into harmony, like your yeah. the orchestra example, yes. and that's where you grow. So we, um, uh, while I use the words, we really like to move away from them because there's also so much baggage that people have about the law of attraction for all the reasons we talked about, all the tools and 5 million processes. And yeah. so when we can move out and see it as just this natural universal law in a different way, it, it we can reapproach it if if we've already um, have met it, or we can meet it for the first time in a new way. I think one thing people need to get out of the thing of is that it's not something you're ordering. Exactly, it's and not you know, a yeah. It, it, in a lot of ways, it's become that. All I have to do is just order it, 
and sorry, this picture comes up. Every, uh, I've, every I've seen that in I've seen that in some of your past videos. I'm so yeah. happy to, yeah, to yeah, see no, this. Yeah, no, no, but it always seems to come up at appropriate time. Like the tree <laughs> is blowing, the ocean yes. is moving. It's go with the flow. Don't be restrictive, right? And it's like you, you you're busy ordering something before you actually know what it is you need to order. So, you know, go with that flow, go with that, immerse yourself in your own feeling experience, and then you will know what, what vibration you wish to frequent at and who you wish to align with. But you've got to get in tune to yourself first. Exactly. And I love the go with the flow analogy. I always have this thought in my mind that those who somebody's like, clutching onto the shore there's a tree hanging over and the roots down and they're hanging on as tight as they can to not go with the yes. flow and like and you know so again your own worst enemy yeah. just let go yes and once you flow oh and you and relax and you know every when you know that no you are manifesting all the time right so the universe is always responding to you and you step back and can be um, intentional and you observe and say, okay, versus reacting, right? Somebody says something, do you just react out of some emotion? Stop, think, say, okay, what did I hear? What is it that I want to say next? Oh, well, I just did this. What did I experience? Is that what I wanted to, to occur? If yes, I'll do more of that. If no, what will I want to do different? Right. And that intentionality, that's the key to success. Reactionary mode, you just loop around in a circle and never yeah. make any movement. Yeah. Um, take a breath stop <sighs> take a breath because our instincts are to react if we take a breath it is what the hell am i reacting to is it going to benefit anyone or should i just let this go and sometimes you need to address something but you will address it from a calm perspective as opposed from a knee-jerk reaction so take that breath pause please folks pause right pause and as you and said mm-hmm yeah, it's never too late to to do something different. When yes. I was young, I was fiery. Yes. Right? I was more reactionary <laughs> yes. than I was stopping. Right. So wherever you are, you you can choose to make that pause. The more you do it, the more it becomes your new habit. You know, we, we talk a great deal in life about algorithms and, you know, we're all on this kind of algorithm and and, uh, you know, the the like attracts like and all of that type of thing but it, it's like be your own instrument and play it from your heart and soul and it, it will find its orchestra it will find its audience and that comes from you know the pausing the the immersing yourself in what lifts your spirit what what, what shows you um what's really important to you from the heart and soul it's not from the mind take get out of the mind let the you know as from the knowingness teacher perspective it is we get those gut instincts we don't know why we know but we know because you know because it just feels right that then resonates with the heart and that's the truth of it and it goes to the spirit interaction and the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it and if we can come from the heart and soul to the thought we will understand that that thought is very relevant to the now to apply to act on but if we're only going from the thought down we're going from old patterns old conditioning and we're all going to do is just repeat the same old thing 
And we know that if you do the same things over and over again and expect a different result, that's your definition of insanity. Exactly. And there's a right? quite a lot of insane people out there. There, there certainly are. So when you, I, I like to say, like, when you can quiet all that yeah. banging that's going on in your head, the truth and the love comes in the whisper. Yes. comes in your heart. You find what makes your heart sing. That's the where, where you know oh, yeah. where your passion lies. And that's where you can start. And you know what? Rome wasn't built in a day. No. You don't have to like, look, I, I started writing this book over four and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, I, along the way, there would be times I'd be, oh, is it, is it done yet? Is it <laughs> done yet? And it's like, I rewrote it so many times, but what, what it's like, um, it's like cooking a turkey. Yeah. Right. You, you could try to cook a turkey in a half hour, but nobody's going to want to eat it. Right? It takes it's time. Still flapping. It take, it, that's right. It takes time. So I, I, I wrote and rewrote and experienced more and brought it back together. And so the turkey is now done. So allow yourself the time to cook your turkey so you're going to enjoy it when you come to Thanksgiving Day. Exactly. We're given a certain amount of time on this planet to go through this experience. You know, I've always looked upon this world as a you know, as the kindergarten, first grade, right up to university and, you know, how we immerse in the lessons that we learn are very much entrenched in our soul DNA that the universe, we, we then give back into the universe. And so when we are tuned into the universe, we're getting all that divine knowledge and in the universe is just ready to download it to us, ready to download it to us, but, you know, articulate really what it is you want to know. Otherwise, you're going to get a whole load of stuff that maybe is not relevant or that, it, you know, you've sent out the wrong frequency and something you don't need. So the mindfulness is coming through the heartfulness of what you really want. Um, but we can all make it happen. We just don't have to dictate how it happens. We just have to prepare for it to happen. Absolutely. When you try to dictate, you know that you aren't allowing the law to, law to work. And so I like what you just tree. said there, like we're, we, that's right. Um, and we all can understand kind of intuition, the gut yes. feeling, right? That's that indicator that we're getting information from yes. the unseen. What, what saddens me sometimes is that like people want to kind of knock that out of you. Don't listen yes. to that piece. It's like the only bits of information or what are in our 3d world. Yeah. And really there's this vast Trevor treasure trove of knowledge in the unseen. So when you follow that intuition to take one action different, that's what leads you to this new life. Don't, I, what I realized, and it took me probably till the end of my corporate career that I was always following like this gut instinct, but I just thought because so often it was tied into the technical work I was doing that what I was, the success I was having is because just for some reason, I knew more of the technical stuff. What I realized was I was following other information as yeah. well, which was why it was so hard for me at times. I'd be like, why am I explaining this? And this other person doesn't see what I see. Right. And when I realized part of what I was seeing was this unseen, I stepped back and I'm like, wow, I have to change how I teach people because if they can't see and I'm trying to talk to them, like, don't you see it's right there. <laughs> I was frustrating people as well as myself. Right. So that was a great, a big learning for me. You look at, you know, uh, Nicole Tesla, you know, um, yes. his brilliance was understanding what he was downloading. And you look exactly. at his, his innovation. Einstein the same way. Yeah. 
the innovations that they have, especially with Tesla, but the innovations that they have, um, that they downloaded, that we're still only scratching the surface of now. And but he had the absolutely. right, he had the right intellect, like you had the right intellect to understand the knowledge you were given and how to apply it. Right. That's the importance. I yes. And I think the story of Tesla is it captures the fear that so many of us get, which is, look, Tesla was downloading this information, but the world didn't the world around was, him didn't ready. want that information to yeah. come out. So they, they were fighting him on that. So when we say, oh, I'm, I'm afraid if I go down this road, I'm going to be bucking the world. People are going to think I'm not. So all yes. of these things, right? But I say, I was born with that. I don't give a crap factor. I can just allow all that to flow off yeah. me. And I, I don't worry. You know what? Hey, that's not my problem. If somebody thinks I'm crazy, if I'm going down the road, I'm happy and I'm finding my success. What does it matter what anybody else thinks? I think you, you know, the prerequisite to actually surviving this planet is to be crazy. I'm crazy. I think you're probably, yeah. And what, and crazy is relative. Like yes. who defines like yeah. normal, right? Yeah. I've never been, I've never been accused of being normal. That's for sure. <laughs> so Me I either. wouldn't know what norm is and I'm proud of it because um, I've seen so many people that are quote normal and they're miserable. They're miserable, you know. Exactly. And, so, Again, you know, is is success something you want if you're miserable? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now, um, not only have you got the book coming out, but you also have a site with lots of things that you offer here. Would you like to share a little bit about what you do offer? Yes, yeah, so the, um, at the New Science of Success, um, which is a site, so www.newscienceofsuccess.com. That's kind of our hub, one of our hubs where, you know, now there'll be so much more coming out. We have blog posts on there. You can learn a little bit more about, um, you, you learn more about me today, but more about Takara. So we'll, we'll link out videos from there. So what we really want to do is at first, we want people to come to know us. That's a place to come to know us and feel comfortable there. And we also have a new science of success Facebook page because it's really important. We, we're never going to be the person that's going to come bling, 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 bye, bye, right, bye. Now, of course, right. we'll promote what we're doing, Obviously. but we want you to you have to know, love and trust us. Yeah. Uh, and we want that to occur before you you, you work with us. So our, our goal off the sites is first Connection. and foremost for you just to come to connection to know who yeah. we are that is so very important because um whatever we are here to teach and we're all teachers of our own experience or what we've learned along the way unless somebody trusts the teacher and their agenda they're not going to listen so having a site that you know i i personally get pissed off going into a site and sign and it's like <laughs> i haven't even looked as if i want to even do anything with you before you've asked me to sign up mine is very subtle if you want to sign up with us it's there subscribe it's halfway down the page but i i, I get it personally offended i want to know is there a synergy here do I see you? Do I hear you before you're in my face? And I think it's really important having a site where it, it, you're invitational. So it's inspiration begets invitation. And if you're inspired by yes. what you're doing, then you're invited to want to know more. And I think that's a wonderful approach because we're tired of the people telling me I'm number one, I'm this, I'm that. And it's so what? Right. 
you know, because that's right. And, and it doesn't mean anything if I tell you that. Right. Right. You have to yeah. like, I, I only yeah. want you, you, you to make that. And I think that part, you know, I, I, I've been around sports kind of growing up. I love to play sports. My, my daughter's played sports. And one of the things I watched in this whole analogy of like coaching, right? So you come to, you, you want to make this choice of who you want to work with out in the world. I really just, I, I felt so bad for my oldest daughter she loved to play field hockey and when she got to high school they hired a coach and the coach just motivated by tearing everybody down and my daughter just hated her years of playing so by the time she became a senior she just decided not to play because she had enough and it's like we i you know now she had no choice (laughs) like if i'm gonna play for this school but in the out in the world there's a choice yes. and I don't, I never want it to be that I come across like that coach yeah. where you just want to stop hearing me talk. You know, say I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm somebody's strong cup of coffee. So right. you know, we're allowed our preferences. I rather yes. go with uh, what I call the gentle illuminating souls that are doing it from the heart and the soul rather than, you know, from alternative agenda, which is ego. So, exactly. You know, if you can take the ego out of it and just be honest and be true to who you are, that is so much more invitational to people because it invites them to be who they are without any expectation. You know, it, you know, it's these higher other thing is what what you know. Look, they're, they're just they're too big for me. They're too this for me. I I I could. They won't possibly want to have anything to do with me. And right. when when you've got your vulnerability out there. And you show I'm just a human being doing what I love to do to help you. Then it, it's more invitational to someone else out there who's trying to navigate this process to feeling they're safe with you. And there's a big element of trust in that. Yes. Because what you're doing is you're trusting the universe that those who who really you can help the most will come your way. Like there was the movie Field of Dreams with yes. Kevin Costner. Build, Build it, it and, and they, they will come. They will come. <laughs> yeah. I am a big believer. You know what? Yes. This this work, uh, you know, I, I, I take divine inspiration in the work that occurred that those who need it will show up. So I don't need to bang people over the head as soon as they come onto the site saying, yeah. stay here. Right. Yeah. I, I'm going to capture you before you escape. Right. I don't need to do that. Right. And, you know, the, the nine years I've been doing this, um, it's uh, I'm on what is it, 10 audio platforms, two video platforms. And it does surprise me, surprise me sometimes when I'll go and kind of look at where you can get the statistics and I'll look at a show and I go, wow, you know, that one is that 250 listeners. And to some people, oh, no, I want the thousands. No, I rather have those 250 or the 50 listeners that have listened to the hour long show because it, they were engaged and they've got something from it. That to me is worth the million dollars. Because I know that the people have taken that time to listen, to hear, because there was something in it for them that they can take away from it. So it's, you know, it's, I don't know how many people have listened to my shows over the years because my responsibility is putting it out there. It's the Orchard of Wisdom Library ready for clicking. And it surprises me always a show from nine years ago or eight years ago suddenly comes up and is very popular again because what it's representing is what somebody needs right now. At the moment, um, you're right. So you're making an invitation. Yeah. And, you know, we, we have the same thought with the book. We want it to be timeless. Yeah. That yes. they'll, it'll go through time. Yes. Where there'll be people people who will come to with the invitation. And really, numbers of 
people that come to things yes. are, are not really relevant because no. in, in, in reality, if you can help one person, right? Hallelujah. You've made a big impact in the world. Yes. And, and honestly, when you trust and you're, and you're vibrating at the positive frequencies, you know, I trust the fact that there'll be lots of people that'll be helped. And that's really what my passion and purpose in this life to do in this. But, and so I've showed up to step into that. Right. And that's all we are meant to do. This this whole expectation of that we've got to be the top of our game and millions of followers and, and uh, number one bestseller and, and this and that. And that's the only impact you're going to have. I'm sorry. Then, No, I want the person that would take the time to hear me, to communicate with me, to really understand what it is I need that really wants to, to help me, to serve me. Right. So I'm doing that from my perspective because I know that's what my listeners want. So we authenticity, know authenticity. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, the fact that you've taken the time to write this book and allow it to evolve, you know, as it needed to, um, it, that it's come from the heart and the soul. And, you know, it's come from that intent to be that that guiding system for people. You know, that's wonderful. And, it, you know, for me, it sounds very much like a book that people need to read um, just to to kind of be able to navigate how to manifest and, and also to understand what is it really they want to manifest because again there's the you know a million dollars well you've got a million dollars now what now what? now what right it's not going to make you happy because the happiness is an inside out job now if you're really happy from the inside out that million dollars you know how to put to work Exactly. And, I, you know, I think at, at, at the end of the day, um, once you know, it, it, when you come to, I, I always say you, you have to come to acceptance of the law, yeah. that it's an all it's an all or nothing thing. And it's really the all it, you can't be. It's not a, um, a gimmick that you use sometimes. Right. So yeah. when it's all you might have to go through, we talk about the five stages of grief to let go of that yes. old life where you could be a victim. Right. So when you come to acceptance and you learn how to do it life becomes more fun. Life becomes less stressful. It becomes a way of life. You're not thinking about it as a tool. It's a philosophy, right? You're it's a way it. of life. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, so one of the biggest benefits beyond, you know, kind of living my dream and the, the, my definition of success has been the lowering of stress. Because mm -hmm. no matter what happens, I'm not looking somewhere, oh, the pandemic came. I'm going to lose all my business. It's like, no, it's here. Just roll. And yes. I've, I've made it through that uh, very successfully. But if I would have panicked, mm -hmm. let my mind go, who knows what would have occurred? Calm, go with the flow. You know, I would say, you know, not taking away from anybody who's had the loss. And I actually found out last night that my daughter has COVID um, from a guy she's dating who, um, who got it from his students from the young kids so you know it's mm -hmm. it's you know not from being careless but just just because it's that kind of um that kind of virus and fortunately she's doing all right but a lot of people have have lost that battle with it but for a lot of other people covid was a gift because it was a gift of time to review what's really important yeah. in your life how to renew where absolutely, you really want to go and what do you need to do in order to get there and so it was that pause of time that I think is a gift in itself. Absolutely. And it, it, it gave, you know, lots of family time, many things. And, and like you, like I, I 
I've felt the effects of COVID. Both of my daughters have had COVID. Um, so again, they, they got through it, um, uh, you know, with it and, and didn't have really any major things happen, yes, which, which is great. So certainly when I thought about like at first, when I was talking about COVID, it was the mindset of, you know, not all of the things that were happening to people, but okay, that's now a situation. Yes. I could have mentally said, well, okay, businesses shut down, all these things that occurred. And yet, so a lot of people have, have felt a lot of, of, you know, had a it's lot bad. of negative impacts. And, yeah. and, and even, even myself, it's like my business isn't the same, mm-hmm. but it was about kind of getting through that business. Yes. So, you know, what, what really struck me when I thought about this is one of the books that I read early on about the law of attraction was Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And really, if you look at back in the time that was written, it was written back in the time of the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. And it always struck me. It's like, boy, like writing this in the time of the Great Depression just didn't seem yes. like a time that fits. But, you know, now that I come and I see my book coming out and written through the time of the pandemic, it's like maybe that's the time when the message is needed the most. Yes. Yes. I'm always bringing this book up in in a show's Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Oh, yes. Yes. And and the reason I'm a a True Colors uh, uh, coach, you know, so, you know, the four different perspectives that we all come from, Mm -hmm. you know, different personality types. And I think, you know, it was so apropos to this year because a lot of people could be, you know, angst against the COVID, you know, where it comes from. And and we've seen, you know, I live in Canada, a lot of Asian community and a lot of Asian bashing going on here. And that ignorance and that arrogance, yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, uncalled for folks. And, but that's a lot to do with that perspective, you know, in the, in in the, uh, who moved my cheese is, Two mice, two men over abundant of cheese. One day the cheese is gone. And Sniffy and Scary go and sniff out and scurry around for more cheese. Hem and ha, you know, uh, you know, ha is like, I don't know what to do. I'm a little bit stuck. I'm going through the process, but hey, my stomach's rumbling. I guess I better go. And hem is like, give me back my cheese. Who do I have to kill? Who do I have to sue? And those right. are the, the angry people that unfortunately will not move on because they feel everything is injustice against them. And you can't help people until they're willing to help themselves. And I think that's very much where we're at right now. It's like, who are you and what are you willing to do? Because everything in life changes, everything. But are you willing to go with the flow and are you willing to see the gift in it? Absolutely, and I think when you take that perspective and then kind of broaden it out and say, so me with two, two daughters, yes. you know, wife and two daughters, what's also important is it's not just when you face these um, events of life or change or situations, it's not just you that you're affecting. You're setting the example for those around you, family, friends, like you're affecting, you know, we talk about mental programming, you're affecting their programs. Hey, yeah. what are those around me? You know, like people say, you're like the five, the five people you spend the most time with. Like, what do you, what, what's coming in? So if we think about our responsibility, not to ourselves, but particularly to those closest to us on what examples we set, yes. we can think about this in, in a much bigger way. And if we did that, if everybody did that, yeah. what's the example I want to set for just think of how quickly the world could change if each one of us just could just do that. The ripple effect. I was given a saying over three years yes. ago, the, the universe is going to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up, change it up, and grow up. 
and the grow up is grow up to a higher Absolutely. frequency, but also grow up, folks, you know. And we've been shaken. We've, Some, been, yes. we've been woken. You know, mm -hmm. we've been asked to stand up. We've been asked to change it up. And the growing up is please come to a higher frequency because that higher frequency is the only vibration that is going to be the healing component of this planet and people on it. I totally agree. Totally agree. Where do people find the book? Well, the book um, uh, can be purchased on Amazon, uh, and I think there'll be a, a link here at the end. There's also, uh, we, we have uh, 20 launch partners with us that are promoting the book that have offered a free giveaway. Wonderful. So if you buy the book on Amazon, you come back to, to the site and uh, you you verify that you bought the book. You, you get this treasure, treasure trove of all these free gifts from others. So not only do you, do you get to learn from us, but you get to see this opportunity find something there and resonate, you know, we, we would, we would love to, to, to see that happen. So it's Unleash Your Future by Mark Baldassar. Uh, and Takara Sheila. And Takara Sheila. So just put that into the Amazon. Yes, I do have the link on your show page here. And, uh, you know, we don't know what we're going to get out of something until we immerse ourselves into it. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you read a whole book and there's one point that stays with you, one point that's shifted to thinking, one point that's been that light bulb it's totally worth it so you absolutely know, and then you don't know until you pick up the book and you read it and you also don't only owe it to yourself but you owe it to all the people around you because the more abundant you become in yourself in your meaningful purpose the more you ripple and shine out to everyone else so if we all stepped up imagine what kind of world we'll be right now yeah, and I like to say, say, it's like you can change the world one thought at a time, right? Yes. Just one thought at a time. Your yes. thought ripples to someone else's thought, their thought ripples. One, just if you take that one step at a time in the now, what am I thinking in the now? The world and, that, and your intentional, man, this world would change faster than we could blink an eye. Amen. Come on, folks. Foot to the pedal. Let's, <laughs> let's make the changes Absolutely. necessary. <laughs> Absolutely. So the site is at newscienceofsuccess.com. Your Facebook is New Science of Success. LinkedIn is Mark Baldazar, and that's B-O-L-D-I-Z-A-R. Instagram is the same. And uh, for their free gift, um, they, they have to buy the book. And once they do, they get a whole load of other goodies along with it. And, you know, please share the show because this is what the whole law of attraction is about. You're given what you need in order not only to make your own life better, to make the lives better of those around you. So sharing out good wisdom is paying it forward. Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, communicating to everybody, you know, and, and I'm expecting our follower list to grow after the book. So there'll be more and more people that will get to hear about the show as well. Wonderful. Thanks so much for sharing with us here today, Mark. It's been fabulous. And um, thank no, you for thank redirecting. You, thank you. Thank you for, for having me, Sarah. This, is, this has been um, just such a fun time, and I was happy to be here to, to share, you know, a, hopefully a few nuggets of wisdom. Definitely a lot more, a few, a bucket of them. So, um, <laughs> and it's only when we are willing to listen do we learn, only when we're willing to participate in our own lives, in our own choices, do we grow. And uh, with Unleash Your Future, he's just giving you a wonderful process to follow. So 
Until next time, folks, remember, your life is in your hands. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.